Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science, and sometimes off-topic material that the creator and host finds interesting. I am the creator and host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And in just a moment, we'll get to today's material, and I pray that you will enjoy your time here and to help spread the word about Weather Jazz, now available on most mobile podcast apps, as well as on the website, weatherjazz.com. This episode is being produced via the production tools on our host's server, anchor.fm. And if you've ever thought of starting a podcast, take a look at anchor.fm. They make it easy, and best of all, it's free, just like this podcast, Weather Jazz. Hi, everybody. This is episode number 36, the tornado episode, if you will, for Tuesday, January the 8th, 2019. Now, this is a little unusual in the sense that today we're talking about tornadoes. Not necessarily the topic in and of itself, but the very fact that we're bringing the subject up because we had a tornado today in Ohio, in Trumbull County. And it is somewhat unusual to see tornadoes in the winter months. However, the uh, state of Ohio has literally seen tornadoes in every single month of the year. However, obviously, and for obvious reasons, it's much more uncommon in the winter months of December, January, and February than it would be any other time. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about today's uh, tornado and kind of put things into perspective. Let's first of all tackle today's uh, stats. On a national scale, and every day, the Storm Prediction Center puts out or keeps track of storm reports. What constitutes a storm report? They're separated into three categories. Number one, tornadoes. Number two, a hail size, and I believe that the, uh, the threshold is one-half inch or greater. And wind, and the wind speed has to cause some kind of damage. Typically, it's about 47 miles an hour or higher if it's an actual anemometer, or uh, if you just see visual evidence that strong winds did some damage that would go into the wind a storm report category. So, so far today, I don't think we'll see any more added to it because I'm recording this tonight as of almost 8 p.m. We've had one tornado report, and that has been confirmed by the National Weather Service, and that occurred one mile to the north-northwest of Cortland in Trumbull County, Ohio. Uh, there was some structural damage uh, occurring to an outhouse building in Cortland, just east of Mosquito Lake. And then trees and wires uh, were downed in other locations along the path. We'll get into some specifics about the tornado in just a bit. Now let's take a look at hail. Hail is one of those parameters. Again, it has to be, uh, I think it's either a quarter inch or a half inch uh, size and diameter or larger. And we've had 10 reports of hail today. And virtually all of that within the greater northeast Ohio, northwest Pennsylvania uh, community. Uh, every single one of these reports either occurred in northwest Pennsylvania or in northeast Ohio. 
And there were plenty of reports today, and you can just take a look at Twitter. Twitter was alive with all kinds of hail photos. In some cases, the hail covering the ground. I was on my way into work today on Interstate 90, and right about Bratnall, the hail started coming down so heavy that it was making a racket. I thought my windshield was going to get busted. Fortunately, it did not. Everybody slowed down, but uh, more unusually so, the hail covered the roadway for about a tenth of a mile or a quarter of a mile stretch. It's very slippery. Uh, it acts like any frozen precipitation, except that you got to remember, hail is usually uh, coming down with rain. So it's a piece of wet ice. Wet ice is much more slippery than just a slab of ice. Uh, in fact, an ice skater... Uh, the skate on an ice skater uh, does exactly that. You'd think that uh, the, the skater is just gliding on ice. But the way the blade is built, uh, all of the skater's weight is put down on this very, 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 very thin blade on the ice. What happens is as the blade pushes down on the ice, you're compressing it so much, you're actually producing a little bit of water so some of that ice is melting right under the blade for a split second. And that's what causes that blade to glide so easily. And uh, so the same principle here, except the water's already on the ice as it's coming down on the roadways. You have to be very, very careful. The other uh, category is wind category. We only have one report today, and that was in Clarion, Pennsylvania. Uh, apparently, somebody indicated that there were some large branches down. No specific wind speed, but uh, when you see evidence like that, it uh, is constituted as uh, going into the uh, or uh, as a report, an official report of wind damage. So total today, we've had 12 reports of uh, storm damage, one from a tornado, 10 from hail reports, and one from wind damage today. All right, let's get into the specifics because almost immediately the National Weather Service dispatched a survey team uh, to the tornado event that occurred. And it was confirmed as an EF1. Now, we've had a lot of great pictures that came in from it. Uh, I will post one of them that came in uh, thanks to the Bazette uh, Township Road Crew that happened to snap this one. I will post it on weatherjazz.com. Again, look for episode number 36, Tornado or Ohio tornado. So we have an EF1 tornado, officially. The start location was northeast of Champion Township in Trumbull County, and the end location was on the west side of Cortland in Trumbull County, uh, and the estimated time was at 1025 this morning. The estimated wind speed, 95 to 100 miles an hour. The maximum path width was about 75 yards, less than a football field, so it was fairly narrow. But the path length from start to finish was about four and a half miles. That's pretty significant. Uh, no fatalities, no injuries. That's uh, definitely the good news. Now, the summary from the National Weather Service uh, reads as follows. An EF-1 tornado touched down just northeast of Champion Township and moved eastward across Mosquito Creek Lake and into the western part of Cortland. The tornado knocked down numerous trees and wires along the tornado path. 
significant damage to a cemetery outbuilding also occurred just west of Mosquito Creek Lake, along with some minor property damage. So there you have it. Uh, We have an unusual instance of a tornado in January in Ohio. But as I mentioned before, Ohio has been home to tornadoes in every single month of the year. Obviously, the peak comes in June uh, when uh, an average, or rather a total, since 1940, a total of 240 tornadoes were counted. Uh, In the month of January, since 1940, there have been eight tornadoes up to today. Today makes it nine. Uh, But one of the really interesting things uh, about the the January column, and uh, perhaps I'll print this out and post this up on weatherjazz.com also, uh, just for your perusal, because it's fascinating. Look at the January column. Since uh, 1940 until 1999, uh, most of the time there are a handful of tornadoes, the only uh, decade that Uh, doesn't have any would be the 1960s but in the 1940s there were two in the 1950s there was one in the 1970s there were two in the 1980s one and in the 1990s there was one after we get out of the 1990s suddenly from 2000 on no tornadoes in the month of january none zero uh the aughts uh zero uh, the 2010s, zero, and that includes 2016s, 2017, 2018, until we get to 2019. And now we have to add one uh, to this year. So, again, the grand total since 1940 for the number of tornadoes that we have seen in January is nine, but we haven't seen one since the 1990s. That's almost 30 years ago. Uh, and uh, just in case you're you're curious about tornadoes across the country and how it all um, averages out, uh, California uh, averages one tornado in the month of January. Believe it or not, there are a lot of Pacific storms that spawn off some some fairly weak tornadoes as they come on shore. That's the reason for that one. Uh, Ohio's average is 0.1 tornado. So in other words, once every 10 years or so, you get a tornado. Uh, And uh, the state in which you will find the greatest number of tornadoes in the month of January, you probably have guessed it by now, that's Texas, and that's uh, just under 5, 4.9 tornadoes per year. Um, and uh, the national average, if you aggregate all of them, all of the lower 48 states, we average 36 tornadoes per year. And the average is from 1991 to uh, 2015. I'll put that map up on our website, too. And that is courtesy of USTornadoes.com. So a lot of interesting facts about tornadoes in Ohio, including the one from today. I hope you found them very, very interesting. Obviously, now we are going to be seeing a lot of cold air pour in, even as I speak. That cold air is coming into the state. Uh, It already has a different feel to it compared to much earlier today when we had a high of 57 degrees. So we'll go from a 57 degree high temperature on uh, Tuesday, January 8th, 
to the 20s for highs during the day tomorrow with some lake effect snow. Well, the big temperature contrast obviously is one of the reasons why we had uh, a, a severe weather outbreak in northeast Ohio. Well, I hope everybody survived the day well. And um, I don't know about you, but we have a cat uh, whose name is Frosty. And initially, when we first got the cat, this cat was not afraid of anything, zero. Uh, But I think he learned from our other two cats at the time to be afraid of thunderstorms. Because anytime there's thunder now... Even the hint of thunder, he will slink up under our bed and just stay there in a safe place. Uh, So hopefully, uh, if you have pets, they were assured by you that everything's just fine uh, and uh, things are going to settle down. So uh, our cat, Frosty, he doesn't like snow uh, all that much, uh, but he's not afraid of snow like he is uh, for uh, and or of Um, thunderstorms and heavy rain and that kind of thing. Kind of a curious little thing. Hey, listen, here's what I want you to do. Those of you that are listening to this podcast via weatherjazz.com or fox8.com, do me a favor. If you have a smartphone, download anchor.fm, the app, and then search for Weather Jazz, one word, and subscribe to the podcast. Here's why. Because the minute you do, I see that you have subscribed. You can now offer voicemail messages to me that I can incorporate in the program. So if you have a question, maybe you got a comment about the weather. If you had a, a, a hail event today, you could have told me about it uh, with this app. It's fantastic. You just use your phone. You literally just click on send to Weather Jazz. You make your message, and you hit stop, and it automatically goes right into uh, my podcast building library. It's really cool. It's a great app, by the way, and if you've ever considered uh, doing a podcast, if you have something to say, and most people do, uh, this is a very good platform, a very easy platform to build podcast and to get it out for the world to listen to. So check it out sometime, but uh, do that, and um, anchor.fm. FM app on your phone, subscribe to Weather Jazz so that you too can offer uh, some comments from time to time. Uh, and today would have been a great day to get as many people as we could to talk about what they experienced. So the more people that get involved on the Anchor.fm app and subscribe to Weather Jazz, the more often we'll be able to go to you and have you uh, incorporated inside many of these episodes that we have. Hope you're having a great night. Get ready for the cold. We're going to head into a five-day cold snap. And, yep, there'll be some lake-enhanced and lake-effect snows, especially in the snow belt, on Wednesday through Thursday. Have a great uh, night, everybody, and we'll see you next time. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today. And if you're listening via a mobile podcast app, such as Breaker, Overcast, Google Podcast or iTunes, among the many that are out there, remember to subscribe to Weather Jazz so that you'll automatically download the new episodes as I am able to upload them. And please take a moment to offer a review, and every single one of those reviews helps to get the word out. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a program idea, I look forward to hearing from you. The best and the fastest method is via email. 
My email address is simply weatherjazz at yahoo.com. WeatherJazz and WeatherJazz.com is copyrighted, and the WeatherJazz signature is a registered trademark, all rights reserved. I look forward to being with you soon with a brand new episode right here on WeatherJazz.